Hey everybody, this is Blake with Marvel.com, and I have the huge, huge pleasure of talking with Max Bemis, Say Anything, Marvel writer. Am I missing something? What else do you do? I'm a father. I have a daddy. I'm a new daddy. I think it's cool. Oh, congratulations for that, thank by the way. Yeah. I love watching the, your wife's photos on Instagram. Oh, thank she's, you. Yes. she's huge now. She, last time I saw you, she wasn't even walking. Yeah, she was useless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, now she's like a little person. It's really uh, it's amazing. That's awesome. She is so fun. I gotta say too. I think this is our fourth interview together. It's cool because the first time I interviewed you, you were just as it was just as a fan. The second time, it was kind of in talks as a Marvel writer. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna talk to Jordan at that point, and then we, yeah, I was like about to meet with Jordan. Right. Yeah. And the third time was right before the release of your first Marvel comic. Now it's out. Mm -hmm. What's the feeling like? Um, it's great. I, I recently got the trade, and that's a big deal for me because I'm like a trade guy. Um, I love it. I actually reread it. I hadn't read it since I wrote it pretty much, and I reread it the other day, and I was really happy with it and just honored that I, you know, that I, it, was, it was a good start. <laughs> and then yeah. now you're writing more for Marvel. Anything you can tell the fans without yeah, spoiling um, anything? I'm pretty sure I'm not allowed to say what it is yet, but uh, definitely something longer form than than the, the uh, a plus x issue um and it'll the cool thing is like it's also a um um it is a it's the type of comic where i can really be myself and play around in this in a in uh outside of the sandbox of of continuity i can definitely say that um you know i love continuity i'm all caught up with everything and i love the whole thing about that but I mean I have to say that a lot of my favorite uh, mainstream books by Marvel and even DC are um, play with continuity to some degree whether that's like you know all of the Vertigo books and in the 90s of Sandman and all that stuff um, Hellblazer um, and then in Marvel you know stuff like you know Punisher Max Garth Ennis's stuff and and you know, early ultimate universe stuff. Like, I think that's really a fun thing to do is take these characters and put them in these situations that they wouldn't be allowed to be in. So, so the thing I'm working on is definitely like that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I got to ask too, in our first interview, I think it, it was the only interview you did on that tour because I think you were sick of talking about music. Yeah, yeah. Fast forward, you're doing all these comics interviews. Are you sick about talking about comics? No. <laughs> I think it's going to take several years for me to get sick of that. Yeah, I'm still pretty... Yeah, I love talking about comics because none of my good friends... And my wife likes comics, but not to the extent I do. And none of my good friends are, like, comic nerds at all. Um, I'm friends with a bunch of writers and you and stuff like that. But, you know... I rarely get to, like, geek out to the extreme that I really want to, you know? So. I heard something funny, too. I listened to a podcast you did maybe recently. It was, like, the Geek Play. Geek, some, geek Play, yeah. yeah, that's a friend of mine, yeah. I didn't know you drew comics, too. Oh, yeah, horribly. I was, <laughs> I was you know, 11 or 12 years old, and it was the worst shit. I mean, it was just, like, um, basically, I grew up with this weird mixture of like mature readers books like that I could hardly understand, but I learned a lot from like preacher and Sandman. And then, but I was also way into like nineties image comics and like, you know, um, Lee Feld and, and all those guys and Todd McFarlane. So, so my, my comic was really just this terrible young blood rip off that me and my friend would do in class. So we wouldn't have to pay attention 
And um, I was so into it. You know, I really, I was in, I didn't really create much of it because I was so excited about the idea of it. But it was a team called Crystal Force and they were powered by crystals in their chests. That sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you would never, like, I know Scotty Young's doing it. He's drawing and writing his own yeah. comic now. Is there any chance to see oh, him? Oh, God, no. I can't, <laughs> I can't draw to save my life at all. I stopped around the age of 14 or 15. The Crystal Force was like, I was like 10 or 11. And then, like, I stopped. Actually, I used to enjoy art a lot. And I stopped when I was 14 or 15 because I got into music. Um, and it took over my life entirely. So, Is there a, a release date for the Marvel comic yet? Is there anything? I don't think there is. Um, but if, you, uh, if they announce it before this gets aired, feel free to throw right. it out there. Yeah. Um, I, th- I just sent over like the, the issue-by-issue breakdown to, uh, to Jordan. So we're still in the plotting phase. And now that I, I, I'm sure Sandy thing fans know that you're you're so into comics, like a, a lot of people outside of both worlds probably don't know how into comics you are. Like last time you came to visit, I, I was like, "Hey, you want any comics?" You're like, "No, I'm good. I have every." I was gonna bring <laughs> you some, I and I was like, bad. "I don't know." What to bring. Yeah, I, I feel bad when that happens because it's like, especially with Marvel, because it's like, "Oh, you guys are offering to give me free comics. That's so awesome." And in fact, I prob- at one time I will hit you up. Right. The, the, the most useful thing I can get is getting a, co- uh, a graphic novel or hardcover early. And I that. winged that once, um, and that was awesome. But, but when it comes to stuff that's already out, I just buy everything. So it's like, yeah. I mean, I'm like so obsessive. Like I find the rare, weird collections and stuff like that, hardcovers that are hard to find. So, um, so yeah, that's why. Anything you're reading now that you're particularly into Marvel-wise? Oh, yeah. Um, What was I just reading? I just caught up on uh, James Robinson's Fantastic Four run, which is amazing. Really like where that's going. Um, I read the entire uh, Wolverine and the X-Men omnibus, the Jason Aaron run. I had only read, like, the first few trades of that, and then when I saw they were coming out with the omnibus, I was like, okay, I'll wait, read it all at once. And that was, like, amazing. That was, like, one of my favorite things I've read in a really long time. I love Jason Aaron a lot. I got I to gotta mention, too, I'll probably get fired for this, but um, Polarity was fantastic oh, thank from you. Boom. You have some more stuff with Boom. You <coughs> yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's cool because Boom, uh, they know that I want to work with Marvel, and they want, they, they've always been cool about me freelancing, and I've picked up in the past few weeks to a month, I've picked up a few freelancing gigs, and they've always been, like, really down with it so i'm sure they'd be stoked to know it's like uh but yeah no i have uh you know i have this i have evil empire coming out right now it's a 16 issue run uh and i'm i'm currently writing the sixth issue um i think the third issue comes out in july and then um we are in the makings of about to start scripting a second mini series probably a four issue mini series that, um, you know, I, again, I don't want to give away too much about it, but it connects to me creating comics when I was a kid and Crystal Force and uh, cheesy comics from the 90s. So, That's awesome. yeah. Is there any um, illustrators from Marvel you'd want to work with or any, any characters you'd want to work with in the future? Oh, yeah, I mean, illustrators, there's hundreds. I mean, I could go on forever. Um, characters, uh, <coughs> characters, um, 
another thing I could probably go on forever. Uh, but my dream job, I'll put this on record just in case it happens at Marvel, is um, I, I got back into comics because of the Marvel Max line, ironically enough, because of Punisher and Alias. And um, there's even been some really cool stuff lately. Like I thought Deadpool Max was really awesome. So my fantasy Marvel job is to do like a ongoing Max series that is like universe encompassing. So it would be like essentially an Avengers book or like a Marvel universe of, of the Max universe. So it'd be mature readers, um, like no costumes, you know, like really gnarly nitty gritty versions of like, you know, cause we haven't seen a Max version of Captain America. We haven't seen a Max version of the X-Men. Um, so to have it actually come together in some form of continuity, kind of like the ultimate universe, um, that's, that's like my secret one day. If I get any traction, I will make that happen. Yeah. It seems you're working out. You're uh, progressing in Marvel, so this is great. Hopefully. So yeah. now let's talk about the record for a little bit. Sure. I got to say, the first time I heard it, I was walking down the street, and I was listening to your lyrics, and they were the most open lyrics I've ever heard. I was just like, man, how's he? You're just <laughs> an open book. Like, what, what? Yeah. And normally you are in the past, but this record is the most open I've ever yeah. seen. I mean, I think I just kind of accepted that it's one of my strengths as a writer and I don't I'm not very good at like poetic turns of phrase or being subtle like when I write less words they tend to not be good songs so I was just kind of like okay well there were things going on in my life that that put me in a position where I wanted to probe deeper into myself you know becoming a dad and stuff like that so I was like how deep can you get you know and I found that even as much as it was like an emotional experience to dig deep. I'm just that kind of a guy. Like, you know, even with my like close friends, a lot of our humor comes from just like saying the most honest, blatant, dark things about ourselves. So it's like, I think anyone, I am kind of just an open book in general as a person. Like I'd, I'd much rather like disclose something uncomfortable and thereby make the situation comfortable because oftentimes it's like the elephant in the room and until someone says something about it, then it's like awkward, but then it becomes less awkward if you're awkward. So um, that's always been my strategy. So on this record, I wanted to take that even further. And that's the thing too, like obviously we're both friends with a lot of Marvel writers, like a couple of them take it really seriously when, when a critic hits them hard. It seems like on this record, you were pretty much like, I'm gonna answer every critic before they can get to me with everything they could ever get to me. Yeah, it was um, it was fun to do because I like made it my job to not do that because you're not supposed to. Like, I just know that, you know, in the rule book of being an artist or a, a musician, you're not supposed to read reviews. You're not supposed to fight back, you know? And I agree with that. Like, I, I still don't read message boards and I don't read bad reviews. And if someone says something nasty on Twitter, I don't like bully them back, you know? But in my music, I thought it would be a fun experiment to like let out all that anger that I have pent up about it in a sort of humorous way, in a way that I'm still kind of poking fun at myself for doing so, mm -hmm. you know? Like, I don't think those songs are written without some kind of wink or nudge that it's like, it's kind of whack that I even care, you know? Um, so, so to acknowledge that and still acknowledge that I'm pissed off, you know, I think is important. Because that's the distinction. Like, a lot of creators you see who get too wound up by what people say, 
it seems like they don't themselves understand that they're just playing into the game by responding. But if you understand it's just a stupid game, you can kind of like play with it a little bit, you know? <coughs> I want to ask too, I know you've probably been asked this a hundred times and you'll be asked it a hundred times later, but I want Marvel fans to know this record's different instrumentation wise. Mm -hmm. Why'd you decide to go that route? Um, I was just, uh, well, someone suggested it, a friend of mine during the recording of our last record and it just hit me uh, because I think I've, I've always wanted to do something that's like super different. Um, you know, as much as I feel like every record we've put out has had like a total different aesthetic, like it seems like sometimes that's lost on people, like unless you're a really serious fan. Um, Cause like, for instance, like, you know, our self-titled record was made with like a big name producer and it sounded really slick. Um, you know, uh, uh, in defense was like, you know, sounded really hard edged, but in general, no one's really, I think ever come out and been like, whoa, this is just like a total 180. Um, and I kind of was like, well, if I want to challenge myself as an artist and challenge my listeners, how can I do a total 180? And that would be like, no guitars, you know, um, it, you know, make it sound like a punk rock musical essentially. And, and I, uh, it was in theory before I actually started writing the songs. And then I started writing the songs and they were inspired by that drive and it, it came together. It's a wonderful record, Max. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time of course, to talk with us. I'm sure of course. we'll be doing more interviews years on from now. Hell yeah. Hebrews is out now. AVX and Trade is out now. Anything else I'm missing? More to come. More to come. Yes. Thanks, Max. Yes. Th this is Marvel, your universe.